What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Essential 11, brought to you by Acton Academy and Acton Academy Placer. And we also recently announced we will have a new campus uh, in Sacramento as well. So that's exciting. Please spread the word about that. And speaking of Sacramento, we have a Sacramento legend on today's episode. I do have to give you kind of a disclaimer. Um, he had a rad background uh, behind him when he was talking, and, and it was very cool, but he was outside. And so we did have a little bit of, of wind interference, a little bit of some things flying overhead. So so excuse the audio, uh, just a couple parts of that. But so much value in this episode, man. Uh, this is Rashawn Davis. And Rashawn is a, is a Sacramento legend. He's a uh, a creator, a former MC, a TEDx speaker, um, but he's also the founder and co-creator of Unseen Heroes, uh, and it's an award-winning events agency out here in the Sacramento area, responsible for some of the region's biggest events. Um, recently, Gavin Newsom just held uh, one of his public uh, events there at Rashawn's building, and um, he's done a whole lot of work Rashawn has in, in the Sacramento area, and is just he, again, he's a local legend, so I think you guys are going to enjoy this episode with Mr. Rashawn Davis. Go record live with Mr. Rashawn Davis. What is happening, sir? What up, dude? Good man. How are you, brother? Good man. Good to chat with you. We're talking just offline here about about your inability to grow facial hair and my (laughs) overability. That's all I got. Facial hair. Yeah. Proud of it. Proud. You know. Dude, you look good. You look good. (laughs) One of the things I was telling you, man, I was like, I've been shaving since I was eleven. And dude, have you ever been to? uh, one of those like old like old school barbers, dude, and they'll do like the straight razor mm-hmm, shape, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Those cats? So uh, like five, six years ago, my in-laws um, for like Father's Day, they're like, hey, let's go get a straight razor shave, like one of the old school whatever. Yeah. So me and my father-in-law went in there, right? And and um, and he's like, make sure you don't shave for a day or two. And I'm like, are you sure, man? Because this comes <laughs> in kind of crazy. You know, it's like, and he's like, no, no, don't shave for a couple. So I, I think I didn't shave for like two days and I walked in and I could see the barber's face, dude. And he's like, whoa, dude. Whoa. Yeah. You've been growing this out for a while. I'm like, uh, since Thursday, maybe yeah. like, you know, he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and dude, he went at it and he spent twice the amount of time on mine. He's like, I've never had to go so many different angles. So many, he's like, I, I can't even charge you, man. Like this was the hardest thing I've ever done. And I've been doing this for years and I'm like, you're welcome, buddy. Like, that's it. That's what I. That's what I'm bringing. I gave you your challenge today. Yeah, dude. That's it. I made you step up your game right there. Yeah, so. funny. Yeah, man. It's cool. Oh, um, sit over here. I, yeah. I don't. I don't have a beard story. Dude, relish I, it. Relish it. It's okay. When my wife won't <laughs> let me keep it, anyways, I would die to have it. Man, so. <laughs> it's all good. I appreciate you taking the time, dude. It's a, it's it's cool. Not only taking the time to do this, man. You took time. You know, we got connected through through our high school guide. Um, Krista, yeah. that's a mutual friend of ours, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, um, you took the time earlier this year too, man, come in and, and chat with, with our high school group, man, and sit down and just have, um, we just had a rad conversation, man. And yeah, it was, was really you know, so much and it, dude, it's just like the podcast having people coming in, it ends up being, I feel selfish. Like I'm like, okay, we're doing this because I want the youth to hear from these people, Yeah. but I get so much out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know I definitely did sitting down with you too. I had some weird things that ended up coming out of my mouth from what I remember, <laughs> um, <laughs> which caused a little bit of a ruckus, but it was so great here. And so I appreciate you taking the time to do this too, dude. It's a big deal. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. I, I love conversation, you know, and I was yeah. just talking to my wife the other day and it's one of those things where, no matter what the conversation is, you get something out of it and then the other person gets something out of it. Yep. And and that's the true exchange. And so it's beautiful to like have conversations with folks, you know, and just 
it's just that space of learning and either yeah. you know, there's like a little diamond or a little nugget in there For or sure. like something not to do or something to do. It's like, it's always something we were just having that conversation. So. For sure, man. There's always growth that happens. Like you said, you know, even if it's just this little thing that moves you forward, that's a big deal. And then you get the human connection part of that too, mm -hmm. which we miss, man. We have so much of our community and I'm not against tech, you know, in any way, man, like yeah. uh, it's been great and it's allowed us to be efficient in our, you know, for business. And it's, I mean, I think it's a good thing, but you don't want to miss the, this, you know, the human yeah, connection sure. is, it's still, dude, it's just so valuable, you know? So, um, and, and I got to tell you the high school, not only did I get a ton out of that, the, our high school kids, man, our launch patterns were like, dude, that was dope. I mean, that was, okay, cool. That's it, oh my gosh, dude. I, I mean, was just, watching the video back. I was like, I hope they got something out of it. Oh dude, no, no doubt. Hard not to. So I want to dive in before we even get to these you know, 11 questions that the youth has, man. Mm -hmm. Give people a little bit of that. The, the, the Rashawn origin story, man, give us, oh. yeah. Give us a little bit of that as you know, yeah. you growing up and then kind of what you've got, what you got going on right now and the impact mm -hmm. that you're making in the world, man. Yeah. So just, I mean, started and we can take it all the way back to, I mean, 2002. Um, that's when I truly kind of started this journey, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, was a musician at the time, um, MC, had yep. some bars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and okay. was, you know, doing that. And, had, and that's the year that I had my son. So I was 20 at the time. Yeah. And um, that's, that's about when everything got started. You know, before that, it was just kind of like playing around with life. You know what I mean? Like yep. going to school, but not, you know, going to college, but not really going to class, like all right. of those things. But when I had him, it was that eye-opening moment of like, okay, I got to, I got to do something with my life. And so I always credit him for that. It's just like, yo, you yeah. came into the world to like put me on track because I looked at him and I was like, yo, there's no way that you're going to fail because you're going to see a good role model in me. Bingo. But that means I got to get my stuff together. It means I so, got to do something. You know, no so. better motivator. And I'm not saying like no better motivator. So everybody go out and have kids. Like I'm not saying that. There you go again. Hard, dude, it's a, I know, right? Yeah. I put my foot in my mouth. That's a hard road, but it you're is. right, man. Yeah. No better motivator to start stepping up the game, man, when you got that little one looking up to you and you're that example yeah. every day. Yeah. And so that's that's where it started, man. And, you know, I was I was in music at the time, but it was like, okay, we really got to, like, hustle and make it, you know. And so I was in a group called Righteous Movement, uh, four MCs. We had two DJs, and we were killing it, you know. We were doing, like, you know, from, from stepping up our game in that way because I was like, yo, guys, we have to make it now. Um, yeah. We did like college tours, you know, I did, you know, shows in New York, Salt Lake City, all up and down the West Coast. And that's, that's truly like where we started, you know. Um, and I how said, are you booking, how are you booking these gigs? Bro, it was me. It was me. And at the time it was me, uh, you know, I would just, at first we were opening a lot for people and I was like, how are they getting these headline spots, you know? Yeah. And then it was like, oh, they have a manager, you know, and, and in Sacramento, there's not a lot of like you know, management. Right. And yeah. so with that, it's like, you gotta, yeah, for me, I was just like, yo, we got to do it my, ourselves. So I started being our manager. And from then I was just like booking, booking. And I actually created like a pseudonym called Sean Williams. And anybody who wanted to book us had to go through Sean Williams. And so we would just it. say like, Hey, here's Sean's email. Here's his, you know, hit him up and we'll, we'll get there, you know? I love it. And then dude. it would just be me on the other end. Like, Hey, yeah, yeah. Not come out for less than X, yep. you know, yep. because everybody wanted us to do free shows. 
Um, and so it was just me, man, and, you know, booking and, and getting all these gigs. And then, like, during that time, I was going to college and finished with Sac City. And first day of Sac State, I met my wife. And, you know, in first class, I was like, hey, I'm not here a lot because I'm on tour. Can you, like, take notes for me? Um, and she was like, yeah, right, cool. And I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, yeah. I, I have this music career. It's going yeah, very well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. And so she's like, all right. You know, and then she came to a show and she was like, oh, my God, like, you guys are really good. And I was all like, right, I told yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you know, I want to get into entertainment PR. Do you mind if I help you? And so I was like, yes, actually, hell yeah, you yeah. know. And then that, she became the front face for our group. Right. And so then we could say, so did you fire Sean Williams at that point? No, we, we double teamed. It was like, you to, okay. either, talk to, either talk to Sean or talk to Marita. Yeah. And if they wanted to okay. talk on the phone, it was like, Marita will take you. You're going to want to talk to her. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> but then hilarious. she kind of looked at things and she was like, yo, you guys can make more. And we're like, really? She's like, let me get on the phone. You know, and she started negotiating and then, you know, it, things started taking off even more. Um, and around that time, like, cats were just like yo how are you guys doing that how are you guys getting all these bigger shows how are you guys headlining now when you guys went from being like the opening act yeah and so it was like yo we just me and her and they're like yo we want to hire you and that's kind of where yep. unseen heroes started to come along at yep. right it was just it's like okay we have this you know pool of folks who are coming to us and saying like yo we want you guys to be our manager and get us all these connections and things and it was, you know, I, so I looked at Maritza one day and I said, I think we have something here. What if I was to not work and then free my time up and then have that time to push our group, but then also take on some other people and do what we naturally do. Right. So that's the, that's like how Unseen got started. And that was so cool. in 2008. So, so cool. that's like when we officially started the company. Yep. Um, and at that, at that time we were just taking on the homies, you know, um, just had a couple of like musicians that we managed and yeah. did PR4 and then photographers that we managed and did PR4. And then that slowly began to blossom and people started to know like who we are because it would just be this person would come into the spotlight and they were like, yo, how did you get here? You know, how did you get all this press and people knowing about you? And they were like, yo, these guys. And so that's kind of the whole identity behind Unseen Heroes anyway. So the, cool. the way that we came up with the name. It was, we were watching like the Emmys or the Grammys or something. And someone said, you know, I'd like to thank so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And you, you really don't know who those people are when right. that person is up there accepting the award, but it's all the people that got them to that place. Right, right, And that's right. kind of how we feel with like our clients and stuff. And right. so that's where the name came from. And then from, you know, building with like our close people, other people started to look at us and hire us. So it went from being small businesses and restaurants to then corporate companies to then, you know, the districts that the small businesses were in, yeah. to then like the mayor hiring us to do things to the governor hiring us to do things. So it just continued to like grow out. I so love it's been that, pretty man. dope, man. And now yeah. So what's kind of the big focus for you guys right now? Like what is 2020 now? Obviously 2020's turned out to just be a weird ass year, man. It's just a weird, oh, weird year, dude. But like, what is that ideally? What is that looking like for you guys now? What is kind of a, the, the focus for you guys right now? So for us, it's, it's interesting, man. Like the last couple, I'd say 18 months. So, you know, from 2008 to 2006, 
1918, somewhere around there, whenever um, the Kings actually sat my wife down um, and said, hey, we want you to come over to the Kings and do everything that you've done with your company over here yep. and build up our event side and yep. our social responsibility side. You guys are really connected to the community. We need that. And so she left about 18 months ago. And I say left as in like stepped away and stepped yep. into that position. So she's now the VP of social responsibility and events with the Kings. So and so cool. during that time, you know, it was always for me, it's like, yo, we have this online or we have this offline experience dialed in. We can bring 3000 people to the middle of a, a block by the events that we throw, you know, yep. we have that attraction, but we need to switch it to be online and build that online community, that online yeah. experience. So for about the last 18 months, that's kind of been the shift that mm -hmm. she wasn't there, you know? So I was like, okay guys, we can really do this now because at first, you know, when we're all working together and the boats rolling in the same way, yeah. we're, you know, it's like, it's hard to stop it from going in that direction. But when there's like someone to step away and have to do things different anyway, that's yep. when you can kind of recreate. Right. And so For sure. like the, now that we, you know, have this time, let's start to look at everything and build up our digital side and, and have our online experience be more um, like, there you know yeah. we already have the offline and make it complete and so i said that about 18 months ago and so our team has been like working on you know getting our social up you know getting our emailer list uh making sure like all of these different community platforms are there so that when we made the shift we would be good yeah so we had been working on that for the last 18 months and then the first quarter of the year was the shift yeah, so we were already prepared. We had put like, you know, I also own Display California. It's online. Well, it's a store that focuses on California makers and designers. But we switched to online in September with wow. this, you know, move because we were moving that way already. Anyways. Yeah, so yeah. then January came around and we had like this, you know, first quarter was just dialing in every single little thing so that the second quarter we could come out and kill it. Yeah. You know, so we went in and hibernated. We were calling it hibernation where, you know, those that first quarter of this year was just every day we were at the office just like working on like, OK, when April 6 hits, we're going to shift and this is going to be it, you know. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then March came right uh -huh. before we got to that April 6th. Yeah, and it man. was like, whoa. And it's interesting because in events, as you know, like yep. there's no, you can't do events right now, you yep. know? Yep. And so it, it was, it was one of those jarring shifts of like, you know, we've been planning for this and we thought we had more time for this, yeah. but now let's, now we got to make that hard shift, you know? Yeah. And so that's what we've been working on. Yeah. Is like building up our digital experiences. So um, we're going to be launching uh, like a digital conference um, called the great sag give back in a couple of weeks. And we just got together with a lot of different folks and had zoom calls and conversations and then put it together in like a digital conference that people can enjoy and just listen and hear from folks in our community. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we do an event called gather in Oak park. It's actually supposed to be the first one would be tomorrow. Second oh man. So it's every second Thursday from May to uh, October. Yeah. But the dope thing is like 
the other day we went in and we got a DJ and we just did like a whole uh, digital production of his set. So it's like an hour long set that has like different angles, cuts, you know, and then we're going to put video over it of like the event and make it a digital event. So then that folks can like listen in, tune in and just be where they are at home. Right. Switch it up. So we're always good at like pivoting. And so got to like now it's now it's that time to like pivot. But that's that's what we've been up to, man have a choice to put you know the, the pivoting at this point is non-negotiable it's man non-negotiable. Dude, no doubt and that's you know and events a t- i mean as you know we were gonna you know tedx roseville we were shooting for july mm-hmm. and had it all right and we're having to push that back so now we're looking at um you know fall it's gonna be yep. a fall event we hope um yep. you know and, and kind of gearing towards november and then you know I, i've been on the road i mean events has been my life for the last five or six years speaking at them, you know? And, and so, and I still, even though I was dying that down for 2020, um, I still had a number of contracts that had been signed, you know, a year or two in advance and yeah. they were kind of ready and everything, man, is just either completely either canceled or canceled. Just pushed back or yeah, people back. are looking for, yeah. yeah, man, a ton. Or some people are looking. So I talked to a client yesterday that's, that wants to still have the event, but have it, virtually and they're just trying to figure yep. out what that looks like you know it's a yep. large healthcare provider in the midwest and so they're like mm-hmm. we still want to do this we had thousands of people coming so let's see what this can look like you know everybody's yeah. having to everybody's having to pivot man and that's a beautiful thing man i think you know once you let go of and i say you just just in, yeah in general uh, yeah you know, uh, once you let go of the sh- the the chaos and the fear in the shift you yeah. know yep. and just yep. embrace it there's a lot more people online than there are sure. offline, you know, and that's what we're, we're learning, like, in the shift, you know, before we didn't have the, the, everybody rowing in the same direction for like our online store. So when we yeah. launched it, it was like, all right, cool, you know, an order here, an order there. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, did we did we make the right decision? Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, we invested yeah. a lot of time to build this. We invested a lot of money to build this, and right. you know, all through you know the holiday season, which in retail is like the season that's supposed to bring it in. You know, it was it just didn't do well, and so we were like, man, like, what did what what did we miss? Well, being in this time and being able to only focus on that one thing, you know, to like push it forward um dude like numbers are killing it you know yeah, and it's good. just like whoa this is this is way better than having a brick and mortar you know but we didn't we didn't see that in that way because we were sure. scattered you know uh, and, and so on the event side too you know like people who are doing these large events that could only you know hold a thousand people you mm-hmm. can hold hundreds of thousands of people now, right. you know, right. if you're doing it right. And if, if you're, you're doing it right, to step into the shift and do it right. You and know? every, you know, every industry is facing that pivot. It's going to be very interesting to mm-hmm. see, you know, who comes out of this as, as kind of the winners. I mean, cause you're going to have a lot of these organizations that, you know, forever. I mean, we started to see it trickling in with your JC pennies and your toys R us and your, you know, these yeah. models, right. That weren't <laughs> adapting anyways. You started to see that already. This is going to be the mat. I mean, this is going to be a make or break moment, you know, and you have so many businesses that already, you know, and sadly and unfortunately are going away for one reason or another, whether it's they weren't able to adapt, um, weren't prepared to weather any kind of storm, you know, whatever the situation was. And it sucks to see that it's going to be very interesting to see how all of 
um, you know, not just organizations, but entire industries, industries, yeah. you know, are forced to completely adapt education. No different. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. we're seeing who was ready for this and who wasn't, and it's going to produce, you know, I was just talking to a guy earlier today and, and we we're saying from, from what we can tell we're we're guessing between six and 7 million people are not going to go back to school in the fall students that normally would are not going to go back. Right. And so they're either going to homeschool or they're going to look for other like private schooling options. But yep. really what they're going to do is gonna be six to 7 million people going, uh, what do we do? Yep. You know? And so we're kind of going, okay, well, look, we've got kind of this virtual piece that we're putting together for that group. That's like, I don't want to go back to school. I want to stay home. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and we're going <clears> to <throat> kind of come along. That's an, it's an opportunity to still continue to help people. Um, but so many people aren't going to be prepared for that thing. And so many industries not prepared, yeah. you know, it's crazy, yeah. man. And it, it just takes, you know, like we've been saying, it's just a shift, man. And just yep. being, being willing to, step into that shift and shift with the current yeah you know and i i tell our team and i tell i have to tell myself all the time like you're not going to get it right all the time for sure know? it's like you're gonna fail at it but i'd rather fail in something forward than fail in something that's old and dying or you know that's, and that's so it, man. that's that's kind of the, the thing that we've been focusing on and i've been focusing on the personal side too yep like, i'd rather fail forward than, than fail back so, that's right because that's always going to be an opportunity to continue to move forward and you always think of it in terms i try to think of things in terms of sports because a lot of times that relates to people and yeah. they can at least understand kind of metaphorically but you know you start out shooting you never shot a basketball before and you start out shooting free throws you're going to be garbage shooting free throws yeah. man you're not going to make anything and you're going to make and you're going to fail hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times but the law of numbers the law of averages dictates that if you just keep doing that eventually you're going to get it. Eventually you're going to kind yep. of figure it out. And then after a while, it's going to be harder for you to miss. Right. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at those first 300 shots you took that you didn't make any over the course of a long period of time, those are very, very minimal. If you look at the grand scheme of things, you're a 90% free throw shooter. Right. But yeah. you had to take that initial step of failing and failing and failing and messing it up, messing up. And then, you know, you get over the hump and then it's smooth sailing. So it's, yeah. it's like that with anything else, you know, mm -hmm. that's exactly mm -hmm. it. That's it. I love that, man. So who, as you got into this, um, and this kind of goes into to actually that first question, as you got into this this world and whether that's as you kind of came in as an MC, which by the way, is there any way to find some of your some of your music, some of your old stuff? There is. It's, it's a little old, but. <laughs> Dude, that's all right. But it's timeless, so it's not Dude, that's really it. old. It doesn't matter. It was recorded. But it's still timeless. Yeah, absolutely, man. Where do we find? <laughs> yeah. Where do we find? Yeah, that I'll send you. I'll send you a link. Please, it's on, dude. Yeah, I'll send you a link. It's on a uh, Bandcamp. Okay, man. Cool. Yeah. I would love. I would yeah. love to, man. I would love to check it out. I'd love to. And who were? So, I, I'm, I want actually want to take this first question and almost mm -hmm. go it two different ways. Yes. Music, because the first question is about who inspires you as an individual, right? People okay, yeah, kind of considered as mentors that kind of paved the way for you. So you may have some of those for life in general. But yeah. I want to focus too first musically. Who are some of the influences for you? Definitely Andre Three Thousand from Outkast. Yes, sir. That's yep. my boy, yep. and Outkast yep. in general. Yep. Um, and you know it's shifted over the time. When I was younger, it was Wu Tang. I was a Wu Tang cat. Sure. Yeah. Um, and and got a lot of knowledge from them. Rock him. Yep. Old cat too. Um, Jay Z very, very more deep. so now than before. Okay. You know, yep. because before, you know, he didn't really speak to me and my spirit, right? Yeah. But 
now seeing where he has moved to and has shifted to and just him as a person yeah. and embodying not just music, but being able to, you know, go into arts and oh, so many different industries like that's yeah. inspiring. Um, I, I mean, so many like rage against the machine. Yeah. That was my group too. So good, you man. Know? Uh, yeah, dude, they're, they're torn again. I think, I think they're coming back. I think I remember seeing, I follow Zach on, uh, on social media. I mean, I think they're coming back. Yeah. So yeah, that's one of my groups too. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. cool and we grew up around the same time so it's cool man because these are a lot of the mm -hmm. folks like yeah. i remember high school basketball man i remember us going out to play and a lot of times coming into the sacramento area played a lot of sac area teams man and we were list uh for forever man it was uh southern playlist of cadillac funky music yeah. right yeah. outcast yeah. album man that way that was that was on repeat that for was ones. Yeah. yeah so i mean like those and i say that because i feel like there's a time when music has a lot more influence on you than for sure times right yeah i think you know me in high school and little after high school um that was really like the molding yep. you know um erica badu is in there yeah. scott is in there like i just watched them they did like a lot of instagram live and they were just going like back and forth on songs that they made and i was just like yo like these are a lot of songs that really like shifted me during that pivotal time to make me not go in a different direction you know right so i gotta give, give love to them too so that oh, would cool, be man. just off Some the top good, of my head. good folks man so what about just kind of in general who do you look to you know if somebody's in like general, hey, man, who's, man like yeah. i always say you know i get a lot of my influence from books you know mm -hmm. um so like you know wallace waddles you know he wrote um I think it's the science of getting rich, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, so those are like all my homies. I call them my yeah. homies, but like Wayne Dyer, that's the yeah. homie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anthony Robbins, that's the homie. Um, so many, so many different people like that. Uh, As a man thinketh, that's like one of my favorite books. For sure. Um, so like those are the people like I really look at, and I'm like, those are the ones that are inspiring me. So good, again, man. like they they just took me in the space and then yep. made me shift to a different space at that time. And that's one dude, Wayne Dyer, man. I haven't heard that name in, in yeah, quite a right, while. Right, exactly. Right, like he was exactly. one of those. I mean, he's one of the original kind of OG dudes in that space, right? You got mm -hmm. you know Tony Robbins, obviously has been around forever, but yeah. for a long time it was um, you know you had Wayne Dyer, you had uh, Jim Rohn. Brian Tracy, you know, it was like those dudes were kind of like the old school cats in, in that kind of personal development space, you know, and that's, yeah. how, you know, that's grown and you got so many more guys that kind of operate in that element. But mm -hmm. um, those are definitely some of the OG brands, you know, Wayne Dyer is a man. Yep. 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 So, so those, that's, that's what I say is, you know, because even in a book, when you're reading it i mean they're yep. speaking directly to you you yep. know and, and that's truly like when i think about influence that's yeah the influence is someone who can kind of make you look at things different and shift the way that you're moving that's, and yeah that's it man and i agree man books books are are i think still and i think they've always been underrated and that's mm -hmm. a, a culture that reads i think they've always been underrated like you're literally diving into the mind of this other right. human being, you know, and that can become something that you can just continuously go back to. Um, what other mentor can you do that and continuously go back to these ideas that especially as yeah. they move you and they shift you, you know, I go through every book and I will just highlight the things yeah. that just very much speak to me. And I've got a library that I go back to literally every single year and I can go to those highlighted sections and just be reminded of that. And I can take yeah. those 
into perpetuity, man. And it just becomes mm-hmm. part of the fabric of who you are. You know, that's such a big mm-hmm. deal. man. Yeah, I do. I do kind of the same thing as I, I write whatever that's the statement or whatever yeah. you, you know, you highlight, I write it on a four by six index card and I have like yeah. this file of just like index cards that I'll just yeah. pull out a stack every now and then and just be like, yeah, that's it. Oh, just go through. Yep. Yep. You know, so good, man. I love that. Love that. So you're an MC, man. You're getting on this, you're getting on the stage and, and now you're, then you're working in events and, and so you're still having to get in front of a lot of people. You created your alter ego, right? Sean Williams mm-hmm. to kind of help you in that aspect and all that. So, so many different, artists. but they're dude, for sure. So there's an element of being able to do that though. And, and understanding human behavior and being able to do that. There's an element of self-confidence that is there. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. an undeniable mm-hmm. thing. So talk about what self-confidence has looked like for you. Is that something that you think was a DNA thing that, man, I was just this confident kid in general, and I've just continued to work on that. Is that something that, man, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't self-confident. I had to get over this hump. What does that look like for you? Yeah, that's interesting, man. I, I think, you know, it's interesting. I think about that a lot um, because I think back to even like when I was a kid, Yeah. like I've always had this mentality, like I'm like, I'm going to make it. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, I'll talk to certain people and they don't have that mentality. And I'm like, Oh, that's not, that's not the, that's not the status quo. Yeah. You don't believe yeah. in yourself. Like, yeah. you know? And so I've really had to like sit with that and, and, and like I've been doing like internal work to try and figure out where that came from. Not in a bad way, but just yeah. like, yeah, I've always been the type of cat that's just like, I'm gonna make it. You know, it might, it, it might not be in the way that you think that making it is, but sure. I know for me personally, yeah. like I'm going to make it. You're going to you create know? the outcomes that you want. Yeah. To yeah. And and that's just been in me since I was young, man. What do you think? Is parenting a big part of that? I mean, would you give credit for to, sure. to the yeah, folks on some sure. of that stuff? Yeah. 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 Definitely my mom, man. Like yeah. even now, like me and my mom, can, we can go in on a conversation on just like so many different uh, levels, you know, yeah. we can talk about the personal side or we can yep. take it to the spiritual side. We can take yep. it to, you know, in so many different ways. So yeah, I would definitely think for sure parents. And, you know, I, I remember being like younger and going to my mom, like, man, mom, like, I don't know, like what's going on with the world. And she, she would just break it down and be like, look, there's never going to be world peace. Yeah. Like, I want world peace for the yeah. entire world. And she's just yeah. like, never going to be world peace. There's always going to be someone fighting with someone in this side and this side. It's called the spectrum, you know, polarity, you know, and it's just like, Oh yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And you know, so it's just like little, little nuggets like that. Right. But you know what? Like, and that's not even, and you mentioned that as a little nugget. Right. But the reality is dude, it's a, it's understanding that young people still have the capacity for some big ideas, right? We like to excuse mm-hmm. away yep. um, the fact that they do have the capacity for that. And she wasn't, you know, she wasn't going to allow you to get into this Peter Pan syndrome sort of deal where you never want to grow up because you don't think the world is, you know, everything is going to be yeah. sunshine and roses. She's like, look, I mean, there's some bad stuff out there, right? There's a mm-hmm. polarity, there's division. All of those things really exist. Yeah. So understand that now and then just mm-hmm. move forward accordingly, right? It doesn't have to handicap you. And I think we do too much of like, kind of dancing around those kind of concepts until the kids get older and older, think, well, that's when yeah. they can handle it and go, man, Honestly, if they're asking the question right now, you don't have to 
go into a full on dissertation of, you know, yeah. what right. But give them a little bit of something, dude. You'd be surprised what they can handle mm-hmm. and it allows them to just mature in a way that, um, you know, the world, yeah, they, they realize what's there, but it actually takes some of the sting out of it. I think. Right? Yeah. And yeah. And from that conversation, it was just one of those things that clicked. I was like, Oh, got it. Yeah. Yep. But there can be peace within me by being peace with that. There you go. You no, know, and it's just like, oh. There you go. That's what Yeah, I'm that's cool, man. Well, props to mom for, for helping develop some of that self-awareness. Yeah, too, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything in your life that does kind of give you, like maybe at this point still give you like, oh, I get a little anxious around this or I get a little nervous when it's time for this. I get a little like, is there any of that where you start to go, okay, oh, okay I'm, a little, I'm a little stressed about this kind of stuff? Anything? Oh, yeah. Every day, all every day, all day, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've made it um, a practice to understand that when I have those feelings, when I have those emotions that come up, use it as an indicator, yeah. guidance, you yeah. know, on where I sit on that particular issue, you know, and it always yeah. switches. It could be, you know, finances, it could be, you know, physical fitness, it could be, you know, personal side, it could be families, it could be outside relationships. You know, there's so many different facets, right? That um, you're not all going to, you know, and save me, like, I'm not always like 100% on, you know, but it's just like, when I have those negative emotions in it, or I have that anxiety, or, you know, it's like really checking that and being like, whoa, okay. I kind of look at it as like Marco Polo a little bit, you know, that game that you play in. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you, when you walk towards it, you know, and you could feel it and you can feel like inside, like, okay, I don't feel right on that thing. It's like, oh, I'm getting a little close to that thing that I really don't want to feel that way yeah, in that yeah. thing, you know? And so, yeah, there's stuff all the time, man. Yeah, but like, you're using it as like an indicator versus yeah. like a check engine light that comes on and goes, exactly. look, there's something you need to take a look at. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of an indicator. It's intuition, right? Yeah. I mean, it's part of it is your cultivated intuition that you've that you've been working with. Yeah, it's just paying attention to how you feel. And I think more yeah. people need to do that and not internalize the feeling of the output of it, you know? Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, it's okay to feel sad, you know? It's yeah. okay to feel anxious. It's okay to feel all of these different things, but use them as a guidance of, yeah. like, where you sit in yep. relation to that topic, you know? Yeah. And then you know where the resistance is. Once yeah. you once you start to get in tune with it and practice it, you know, yep. it's like, man, I always get frustrated at this. Yep. yep. Why? Yep. And not be like, oh my God, frustrated, you know, but just For sit sure. it out and be like, you know, like, why do I feel frustrated about this For thing? Sure. And you can examine it and look at it and be like, oh, it's because internally, yep. feel the complete opposite of that. You know, and then it allows you to avoid either avoid that in the future, or if you think it's something that's beneficial, then to attack it and to yeah. attack it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's that. But you're right. I think most people don't pay attention, man, and people don't want to. We get too caught up being wanting to be entertained or to have something else to take our mind off of. But with that self assessment, the thing is, you get you become quicker at it too. You, know, yeah. you walk into a situation and you become quicker and you get a feeling or you get an idea and you go, okay, nope, I just need to pivot over here. I mean, you yeah. it makes you more of an adaptable human being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's key, man. And that's, that's helped me so much in my life, yeah. you know, like just even with, you know, my wife being uh, recruited by the Kings, like yep. when she got back in the car that day, she was like, Oh my God, like I thought we were going in to talk about how we can work, you know, unseen can work with the Kings and, they offered me a position. Yeah. And, you know, it was just like, 
whoa. And at first it was like, wait, but I had to like, just really sit and say, you know what? Like I feel this, but that's not me, you know? And that, I think that's the difference in like feelings. It's like the feelings doesn't mean it's you, you know? And so it's just like, but I feel this way. Why do I feel this way? Oh, it's because we built this company for the last, you know, 10 years. And now somebody wants you to step away like okay you know and i feel this like what does that you know a little bit of fear what does that mean for our family you know but it's like but that's not me and so me being able to do that you know is just like okay nope i can feel that for a little bit and that's a valid feeling but that's not me and who i am at the core you know and i think dude i think good leaders do that i remember what book i want to say it's the book extreme ownership i could be completely Mm -hmm. incorrect on that but it was jocko willink and some one something that he wrote but he was talking about going into battle and how good you know and he was extrapolating it and talking about it into business right but he was talking about Mm -hmm. military context and he was saying one of the things that made him a good leader was his ability in a bunch of the chaos and things that were going on he almost had this ability to step out of his role as the leader to completely step back and go, okay, I'm going to take a look at this as if it was like pieces on a chessboard and what I do. And he took the emotion out of it real quick so that when he could step back into that leadership role, he had taken a more objective point of view, you know, on how to move things forward. And that's exactly, you know, I think what you're talking about. And that's key. Yeah. That's key. And and when you learn that ability, um, you just move different and, and you know, like, you're yeah. not as yeah, a yeah. calmness it's, it's, yeah 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 it's, it's it's you understand like you are not your feelings yeah i love that man and so two of the things that you mentioned right there when, when we were talking about that is you um you said physical fitness you said finances and that's actually questions four and five man it's perfect so, <laughs> um it's so yeah, dude, you so you had the premonition dude you laid it out so um, question number four is about you know, the, the, the physical fitness side, is there something that you guys as a family, that you as an individual put, you know, an emphasis on mm-hmm. physical health, nutrition, exercise, anything like that? What does that look like for, for you? Or is that something that you're, yeah. that you're into? Is that something that you struggle with? Is that something you see the value you don't? What does that look yeah, like? Yeah, for sure. Definitely see the value in it. Yep. Struggling right now in it because we're at home with yeah. no uh, weights or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> a little bit of struggle there. Yeah. Um, but definitely, man, like for me, for me to be completely in my zone, you know, it, it has to have, I have to have to work out. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I know there's some physical, uh, you know, things that happen internally and triggers and I don't know. I, I just know it works. You know, what do you like to do? Like, what do you uh, like to do for activity? Like, are you or like weights and, and time? Yeah. To- I like, I like weights. Um, you know, I like the stair stepper, the stair yeah, stepper yeah. become my best friend. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. Just so getting that cardio in yeah. and then just lifting weights is, is definitely where my head is, you know, that's cool. I, what I really like, but I've tried a lot of different things. Like, you know, before this, uh, whole COVID thing, I'd been training with my homeboy who he's more in like boxing. So okay. I've been doing boxing for like the last year, year and a nice. half, um, which is cool, you know? Um, I love that. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely key. As far as family goes, yeah, it's just, we, we're, bef- you know, with all this, we're still trying to find our rhythm in it. Yeah. 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 But, yeah you know, definitely having at least an hour to two hours. We were going to them like two hours, you know, I would go to, and then she would go to, and then you yeah. would take the kids. Tag team in it. 
Yeah, but it's definitely because it's more than just the physical. It's connected to the mental too. For sure. For sure, man. I talked about that a bunch on here. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I am noticeably a different um, yeah. being in, in just how I feel, how I act, how happy I am, how productive mm-hmm. I am, um, how fast my, you know, I pay, talking about that self-awareness, like I pay a lot of attention um, to how quickly my brain handles the situation, right? How quickly yeah. can I analyze something? How quickly can I have, you know, how eloquently can I speak? All of those things I pay very much attention to and how I'm impacted based on whether or not I had yeah. workout in the morning, exactly. based on whether I'm staying solid on what I like to eat or not. Yeah. You know, like I pay attention to all that stuff and how I function best, you know, and um, it's a self-awareness thing. And dude, physical fitness is, it's a non, it's a non-negotiable, some sort of activity yeah. has got exactly yep, yeah exactly and drinking water too man like yeah. you see like I, I drink like two or three of these a day yeah. you know what yeah. i mean just like yeah because and in, in i can always tell physically internally yeah. but then also mentally like when um when i haven't been on my games like oh like the yeah, world just built foggy or you know yep. it's gray outside why and then you drink water and you get hydrated and you're like oh my god like Things are so much better. I know. And it's crazy, dude. And people don't pay attention to that. But that's yeah. legitimately, I can, I'm the same way, man. I, as soon as I get up, I go straight to the, straight to our little Berkey filter, right? And I'll have one or two glasses of water, like immediately upon waking. Mm-hmm. But I can feel it all throughout the day. Like if I haven't had enough, man, it's the same thing. It's that cloudiness. And then yep. it's, I'm like, oh, okay, dude, no, I see, I can see clearly now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> No joke, man. No joke. So then what about on the, so on the financial side? So the question that Mm -hmm. we have gotten, um, is pretty open-ended, which is cool. And so everybody comes from a different place and has comes to mind, but it's literally just a piece of financial advice for a young person, maybe coming out of high school, coming out of college, you know? And Mm -hmm. so, Mm -hmm. and you know, you're familiar with Acton. And so we want financial literacy to be a real thing. We want people to come out understanding, money, how money works. They will all have businesses that they will, you know, bring in a product or service to the market. And we want that to be a real thing. We want them to have that experience. And so in your experience, if you were yeah. like, man, I wish when I was 18 or when I was 20 about to have my, you know, about to have my first kid, mm-hmm. I wish somebody had told me this, you know, Ooh, about I got, finance. I got a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You and me both. Man. Um, so I'd say I'm I'm gonna start on the um, universal side, the spiritual side, like just understanding that money is energy. Mm. Um, once that clicked in my head, it uh, it really opened up like a lot of flow. Yeah, uh, money will always come to you, and money will always flow through you. So there's no need to just like hoard it because yeah. that actually creates a block, you know. Um, so I would definitely start there. That's like one of those things, like if you understand that money is just like you pull it out and it's just like this tangible little piece of paper, it's the energy that the time and the energy that you put into getting that thing, um, which is the, you know, the dollar bill. But it's also in this tangible space of just like, it's just a piece of paper, you know, and it's truly energy. Dude, people don't talk about the mindset around money Mm -hmm. enough, I think, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and that whole thing. And you're talking about those blocks. I mean, you also don't realize you get conditioned. I think a lot of times, depending yeah, on sure. it's based on your parents and their financial situation, right? You get conditioned to look at it a certain way. Like, Hey, 
money is very easy to come by or no money is very mm -hmm. hard to come by or yep. money is precious and you should hold on money is something to be blown money is something we do talk about money is mm -hmm. something we don't talk about yes, exactly money is, you know what i mean like all of those things you don't realize you have a mindset about money that a lot of times dude you got to switch that if you're gonna mm -hmm. go where you want to go yeah yep. i love that you put yep. it that way man yep. yeah. so that's that that would be where i start i wish yeah. someone would have told me that a long time ago yeah. um and and then for me to you know because there's there's a difference between knowing something and then embodying it. oh yeah right and yep. that the embodiment of something takes practice that's what you're saying is like mm -hmm. when you're talking about the free throws it's like yeah, you yeah. know that if the ball goes in the hoop it makes a point you know yeah. if you do it enough times you'll you'll just start to get better at it but until you actually go do that thing and then yep. do it over, and, time over and, and over and over and embody it that's the only thing that's going to get you to that point so i wish someone would have told me that earlier so even yeah. if i knew it and didn't really embody it, it i would know you know started yeah. to embody it earlier you know um so that would be one the other one would be read couple of books the millionaire next door yeah um that's a great book that i learned a lot from um and then rich dad poor dad which so is good. kind of like that men's that mindset thing yep. would be two that i would start with there yeah. great um, definitely the millionaire next door though like that one's uh that one's yeah a yeah, that is a, that is a really good one. That is one of the kind of my go-to if anybody's talking about financial literacy in general. I think those are. I mean, you'd be a hard. It'd be hard pressed to find two better places to start. Yeah, um, yeah. Than those two really for just a fundamental understanding um, mm -hmm. and to get your mind right yeah. around you know around the whole thing. Yeah, I like both of those. And mm -hmm. you're right, man. It's so important to do even when it comes to money. That's why again, these kids I want them to learn. I want to learn what a PL sheet looks and learn that, oh man, I just lost money in my business. And it's mm -hmm. okay to learn that yeah. when you're eight and you lost three bucks. Yeah. On your, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then it's like, dude, what a better way to like learn that lesson then rather than being 28 and you just lost your house mm -hmm. and you've got kids to take care of and you got, yeah. you know, learn it now when the stakes are, are very, very low, if anything. You know, yeah, yeah. and then also uh, on that is just like learning to be valuable too. Mm. You know, I think that's that's key to yep. financial, you know, literacy, financial yep. freedom. Like learning to be valuable in in those things and and just understanding value because yeah. regardless of what the economy looks like, regardless of you know what you know the crashes, the ups, the downs, the like all of those different things. There's always going to be money. And the exchange of money and the exchange comes from the value that someone places on that thing. For sure. You know, if you can learn to be irreplaceable, mm -hmm. you've always got a spot. You've got something that's provided. And that's one of the biggest um, kind of complaints, I guess I'll say, from a lot of my clients over these last five or six years is that young people are coming in and they don't understand how to look for areas to provide value. Where can I take something off somebody else's plate? Where can I bring in another idea? Where can I take initiative yeah. myself? Because I know the mission is this and I have an idea of how we're going to get everybody closer to the mission, you know, and they feel yeah. like, um, you know, got a lot of these kids that can play school can play can play academics but that's not translating they're not mm -hmm. looking to provide value you know and do that it's a big deal man you make yourself yeah. irreplaceable like that. so if somebody was to come work for you then like mm -hmm. this young person is coming out yeah. and they're like man Rashawn, dude i want to i want to work with you i want to work with unseen heroes i want to get a job what are you looking for from from that youngster 
Um, I definitely think for me, it's the kind of going back to what I said earlier, just like being able to fail forward, you know, that is, is key to at least move in that direction. Um, And even if something doesn't work, being able to say like, okay, that didn't work, but let me, let me adjust and try it. Yeah. Yeah. um, Pour it out and do it over. You know, it's just like, if, if you can make that the practice then that is more valuable than anything for you know? sure. Yeah. I was never one of those people when I was working as a you know student assistant, all of those things. Like I was never one of those people that just wanted to fall in line yeah. and always kind of, I mean, it worked to my advantage, you know what I mean? Right. But in that right. role, it didn't because I'd be like, well, why do we, why do you guys do it that way? Why are we doing this? Yeah. You know, we could do it this way, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't accepted, right? It was yeah. just like, all right, just yeah. you just do your work and do it. For sure. Or, you know, it's that, but that's the value of, of a young perspective, right? For it's, sure. You know, but you can you can do it that way. So that's what I would say is just like, you know, I keep that it. perspective um, and and be willing to, you know, if it doesn't work, try it again. But try then again. it's also the hustle too, man. Like, you know, that's one of the things I always have looked at. And I just, my my mindset is just, you know, there's people right now, what time is it? 2.53. It's, you know, about to be, what? I don't know. I, I think about it in terms of like forward, like New York, they're three hours ahead. London, oh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. 12 hours ahead, you know? So right. I've, I've always looked at it that way of just like, yo, there's someone else in the world that is three hours up on me or nine hours up on me or 12 hours up on me. Okay, got it, you know? And, and like having that kind of hustle is is key because you know i think we all do it and we all go through it of thinking like we're like the center of the universe yeah yeah yeah. and and you know especially when we're younger if if we're doing this thing everybody else is doing this thing but that's not true you know for sure it's like there's someone out there that's the same age as you like either you know, and that, that's kind of the spectrum, too. There's always yeah. going to be somebody that's extremely better, and there's going to be somebody that's extremely worse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you sit somewhere in that spectrum. For sure. Clarity. Yeah. It's on you to really either move forward and go forward in that thing or yep. go backwards. And so, like, that has always sat with me. It's just like, yo, there's someone else hustling, too. I need to get it. You know? I like that. I like that perspective. And it's, it's, uh, I was listening to somebody else today who was saying something that, you know, I'm going to be smarter than – a lot of people, but there's still going to be a lot of people that are smarter than me. I'm going to outwork mm-hmm. almost everybody, but there may still be some people that are going to outwork me. Um, and For if sure. I find somebody that's smarter than me and they're outworking me, then they've got an advantage. So I better make sure that my advantage then is that I'm working in the area that I love and am a genius in so that even mm-hmm. though they're smarter than me and they're working just as hard or harder, I'm not competing against them because now they're in a different industry. So it's paying attention to like all of those facets, right? Like what do I have to Mm -hmm. offer the world? What drives me crazy so much that I'm like, I mean, I just want to do it all the time. I'm naturally really, really good at this. um, And I'm willing to put in that, you know, when you can find all of those things, if you can find a sweet spot where all of those things come together, man, um, you know, you end up being this unstoppable force. Yeah. And it takes years for that. You know, it takes, it takes time. It takes, um, doing things it takes embodying things and then you'll let them go or move them to the side you know i just had an interview with uh kvie yesterday and 
you know, this lady has known me since music, you know, and yeah. I think that's how she got introduced. So she had this perspective of, you know, you went from this music career to, you know, starting this company to building this company and, you know, being reminded of that is interesting because yeah. some people would say, oh, well, he failed at music, you know, or it's so many different things, but it's the fact that I continued to do you know yeah. all the way yeah, through that then here i am 12 years later owning yeah. a company having you know employees and blah 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 blah, blah you know so if you hadn't done the music you wouldn't have been exactly and it's all connected dude that's you know? it and the people that like yeah. to say that are the people that are still you know they're they're the reality is man they, they've got enough time to sit and think that and exactly. say that because they're not doing anything mm -hmm. you know I mean? that's really it and so mm -hmm. that's all but that that only happens if you get up and you try. That's it, man. You know, and get at it. Always say. Um, so, the the next question, kind of get up and try, is a perfect segue, man, because it's talking about the discipline to do some things. So, what is something that you might have to do, like in your day to day right now, something in your business right now, or maybe it was something prior to, but it mm -hmm. was something you had to discipline yourself around doing, even though it was something that was a part of the job you did not like. Right. what is something like that and there may be something right now that's part of the job that you're like oh, i gotta do this even though i don't love it but it's part of the game that i'm in right now yeah for sure there's a lot um i think time management is key yeah you know? um just being in in that space and yeah. and and understanding when when you're on time for something you know it's just like the world moves different but that's yeah. a struggle yeah. yeah, I like to yeah. flow. I like to be free. So that's that's one thing. Um, I'm filling out, and this is an interesting time because being able to you know have the world stop and be able to drop everything for a second and look through it and be like, oh, do I like this? Oh, I don't know. It's just random things like I don't like to answer emails a lot. Yeah, but yeah, I, you, you gotta do it. Gotta do it. Yeah. Um, Having clients is interesting, you know, like you have client requests and sometimes, especially before all of this, it's, it's like, man, okay, yeah, I got to say yes to that, even though, yeah. you know, we're the experts in this thing, you hired us to be the right. experts, but right. you know, do it your way. So there's right. always going to be that and like saying that now and saying it out loud, it's just like dealing with different perspectives. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, that's still, that's still something yeah. that. It is, dude. No, that's tough. I love that you use that example too. Cause anybody that's mm -hmm. got anybody that's been in an industry where they are, where they have a, you know, a bit of expertise in an area they've been working, you know, you literally put hundreds of thousands of hours into an area and then, and then somebody else is, is that you're now taking on as a client who has trusted you to, to advise in that way and they're like no no but i know how to do it better and it's like well then, but did you, then why'd you hire us why'd you want to get me oh yeah it's an interesting balance sometimes as an owner just go okay this is where i'll just go ahead and say all right i'm gonna let you fall on your sword and, and we're just going to do it your way or like i gotta push back it's yeah or i gotta push back and that's the thing too and, and that's never really comfortable yeah it sucks because yeah. sometimes you gotta you gotta tell people yeah you know that's not gonna work in here yeah 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 huh yep i know what i'm doing yeah yeah, yeah. so i think those are yeah. some of the things uh, accounting i hate accounting oh god man you and me both um, 
<laughs> yeah. An accountant for that, you know. So there are there's definitely going to be things that are in business that you either yeah, don't want to do or you know for sure just push through it. Is there is there a place where you see yourself as uh, as counterculture? And and so I asked that like this this question. Um, as it was posed is essentially like, is there something that everybody else looks and goes, Oh yeah, man, everybody knows, you know, whatever, man, everybody mm -hmm. knows this. Yeah. Sean's like, yeah, man, cool that everybody knows that. I, I think completely the opposite, man. I don't think that's true. What mm -hmm. you just said right there that everybody agrees with, man, I don't think that's true. Is there any place that you're kind of counterculture in that way? Bro, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything i feel like that all my whole life yeah i feel like i'm not crazy but everybody thinks this way yeah um yeah time i mean we can we can get into that like time is a construct that just is interesting to me that we we have that we even that we even quantify yeah. it yeah that we quantify it. <laughs> so we can start there yeah <laughs> you know um the fact that that we can change time um and going an hour earlier, hour back, fall spring forward, fall back. Oh, know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that yeah. just reminds me like so stupid. That's that's stupid that it's even there in the first place. It yeah. Change it all together. <laughs> yeah. So there's yeah, there's things like that. Like yeah. yeah. I'm I'm one of those guys. It's just like interesting. Yeah. That's cool, Definitely though. um just mindset around you know you know some and some people love it you know some people love to go to work clock in clock out and just let it go and leave it alone yeah. you know that's just not me you know? so does that end up being a struggle when you're doing something like a um when you are putting on an event or you're just like and you're dealing with a deadline mm -hmm. kind of deal or a very specific calendar day does that does that mm -hmm. end up being something that internally for you i mean obviously you're doing well and you're delivering for your clients yeah why you built the business you built so you, so but is that like an internal struggle for you sometimes with with that on how that plays out no i don't think so i mean there's certain things that i've just learned um that it's just like time you know like if we were to have a personal conversation and yeah. we could have it all day and talk about all the false parts of it you know but the world revolves around it so there's yeah. no sense of me fighting it you yeah, know? And yeah i think yeah, the yeah. same thing with like clients and deadlines yeah. and things like that it's like yeah. there's certain things that everybody's gonna you know march that way on and i'm just gonna march a different way on and that yeah. find peace in that yeah know? i'm just okay with that yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool man as soon as you can get to be okay with that too yeah exactly you, know, cause, cause you and i know some of the some of the same people too and and you know, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I definitely agree more with what you're saying on this, but I am not comfortable enough to openly say that or to openly mm -hmm. move my life in a different direction because of what other people will think about that. Yeah. You know, and, so, and, and you're not going to find peace that way, you know? Yeah. It, and I say that for like all the tradition stuff, it's like, you know, and we were born into it, right? We're yeah. born into like all of these traditions and yeah. all of these different I ideologies, like all of these different things. And most people will say, okay, you yeah. know, yeah. if I ask you what color the sky is, yeah. most people will say blue, yeah. you know, and it's like, if I ask you where the sky is, most people will point up. It's yeah. like we were born into these things, but not a lot of people question it. It's like, well, why is that blue or, you know, so and i've always sat there since i was like a little kid like yeah 
always question all of those different things. Like, That's why, awesome. why do we call it this? Or why yeah. do we do it this way? Yeah. Which has allowed me to kind of just sometimes when I hear people and I hear them say, it's just like, oh, you're just regurgitating what you've been taught. For sure. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You think that's it, man? Do you yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go this way, <laughs> dude. I love that because I want and and being in education altogether, man. My biggest thing for these kids is I want everybody to think, and people confuse that with you want everybody to think like you. And I absolutely do not. There's no mm-hmm. human being on the planet that thinks exactly the same on 100 percent of things with another yeah. human being. It exactly. does not matter. Yeah. You differ on yeah. something with your wife. You, I differ on something with my wife. My best friend does not matter who it is. There's some area where we differ and that's okay. But to just parrot and regurgitate just because without thinking through everything and considering alternatives, um, it is crazy. And it's just as crazy as getting mad because somebody else does have an alternative yep, uh, exactly. you know, point of view, man. It's, yeah. All of those things are counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Yep. I so, think the the uniqueness and that's where the, you know, it, it's being uniquely you. Yep. The more that you can embody that, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the situation, regardless yeah. of the outcomes, regardless of anything like that, that is truly for me. Like that's where I say that's the stuff. I love that, man. So, um, if you had a, a go-to quote or a go-to saying, or if this was going to be like, you've got to leave, you know, a sentence of a piece of advice on your headstone or whatever mm-hmm. that looks like, do you have, um, kind of a go-to sentence or a, a sentence that you think kind of sums up the legacy you want to leave on this world or a favorite quote, anything that falls in, in that. Yeah, for sure. I have, I have a million. I have yeah, I'm sure on your four by six. Follow me on Instagram. You'll Dude. see. It's just uh, uh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm like, that, there's a book there. All yeah, you got to do is sure. just go through there. Um, but right now, the one that I'm resonating with is know that it's here and wonder will it come through the tangible or intangible so that to me um is one that actually came over this time of covid just yeah uh, just maybe a couple of weeks ago now i just i got on instagram one day and i said hey guys like got some feelings that i'm feeling right now i know this isn't like what it truly is but here's where i am so i know a lot of people are going through that Every day for the next seven days, I'm going to get on a Zoom call. If you want an invite, just let me know. And we're just going to pick one thing that'll bring us joy that day. And so it ended up being like eight people, right? Yeah. And every day we committed to just like getting on Zoom, nine o'clock and being like, all right, cool. What are you going to do today? Just one thing that's going to bring you joy. Yeah. And, you know, and it was just like, well, I'm going to take my kids on a walk or I'm going to do this. And it, you know then we would come back and report on that thing the next day. Like, yo, I didn't take the kids on the walk because they didn't want to go on a walk. And that made me realize blank, you know? And, and yeah. so it was just a seven day thing, but inside of that, like joy finding it, it came to me, like, know that it's here and then wonder, will it come to the intangible or the tangible? And so for me, that means like everything that you want, everything that you can imagine, everything that is possible for you and for your life is already here. You just have to stay in this mindset of wondering like, yo, is it going to be through like a conversation yeah. or is it going to be through a package in the mail? I know it's here, but where is it? Where is that? You know? And and so that's, that's like where I've been 
practicing staying every single day is just like, all right, like I know, like everything is here for me. I and, love that, man. It cultivates, know, is it cultivates a curiosity, right? Curiosity and a wonder, mind, you know, right? Cause exactly. you kind of have this sense and it gives you that sense of excitement, right? It's like mm -hmm. you know, Christmas morning getting up. I wonder what I got under the tree kind of yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Look at life that way in general and go, Ooh, I know something good's coming. Like, how is this going to happen? How is How's that going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's just interesting. To me right now, is this going to change mm -hmm. my life? Is this going to, you know, that's a, it's yeah. a cool way to, it's a cool way to go, man. And the reality is it allows you to pay attention for when those things do happen. Cause a lot of times mm -hmm. you miss it if you don't. Yeah. And I mean, and, and you'll start to then start to connect the dots, right? Like I put that and I have it on my phone and I, and my, uh, my screensaver and my back. Yeah. And so I see it every day and I look at it and I'm like, okay, cool. But then when things start to connect and, you know, you make decisions or yeah. you do things and then you move in a certain way and then you get a call, you know, for us, it was a call from the mayor's office. And, you know, I look at the phone and I'm like, yo, hey. And they're like, hey, can you be open for your store? I know it's closed right now, but can you be open? Um, can you have a space for like people to come? And lastly, can the governor do his 12 o'clock you know, conference, yeah, statewide yeah, yeah. conference uh, at your shop. And it was like, yeah, like, sure. but had I not been in that space of wondering, yeah. I would have looked at the phone and maybe not have answered or maybe yeah. not been in the headspace of right. being able to connect it. And then like, then having the governor there, uh, and this just happened like last Tuesday, you know, and he gets on and we, I walk him around their store, tell him about our story. And then he gets on and he's like giving us shout outs. Like, you know, Rashana Maritza opened the store. It's a perfect embodiment of small business and, you know, the California yeah. dream. And it was just like, Oh, this is, it's here. Like, yeah. you know, That's like, cool, oh, man. okay. That's cool. This is how, this is how it came today. Yep. yep. You know, but every day that you wake up and you Got look that. at, you look at it, you can say like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's just truly like staying in a state of gratitude at the end. It is, man, you know? for sure. Um, reminds me of uh, his name, Jeff Hoffman, um, who is the he's the guy that and so he started out inventing um, like the little uh, terminals where you can print out your boarding pass in the airport, mm -hmm. right? Like he and his team kind of invented that, and then he nice. went on to be the founder and CEO of Priceline.com. Right. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so that's Jeff. So Jeff's background, is, I mean, human being, but he said something to that effect too. I remember uh, sitting down with him one time. He's talking about how he's always just this openly curious thing. And he'll read a story that has nothing to do with anything he's involved in. And be like, hmm, interesting. And he'll write down a couple of notes from that story and he puts it up on a board and yep. then read something else and he'll put it up on a board. And at the end of the day, he's got, you know, this huge, you know, board full of stuff and months down the line he'll start a connection will be created and he'll be like oh what that's somehow connected to this other thing over here and right and it's just he's cultivating that continuous curiosity that ultimately leads him into these directions you know these these outcomes that um yes. never would have had otherwise you know and it's just yeah. that infinite curiosity mm -hmm. i love that yeah. man love that so that's how my mind works on the inside is just like you yeah. just explained it like yeah Dude, in my Wait a minute. Yep. Oh. Yep. Me perfect. too. Me too. I always <laughs> tell people, man, I'm the guy with 300 tabs open on his computer, and that's exactly what it literally looks like in my head. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's a could be a frightening place. I think for a lot of 
for some folks. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. So that the the final question on here, man. Anybody else that you think young people should be kind of following, taking a look at? I always pose it as like anybody else that you think, man. These this person would be cool to get on the podcast to to pour into the youth mm-hmm. and chat, man. Anybody that you like that you're following? Um, I think honestly, if I'm honest, I think people should spend more time to tuning into themselves mm. and following other people. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, and that's just me being honest. Yep. Right? Me being authentic. Yep. It's the person that you should follow the most is yourself. You know, sit down and have some conversation with yourself. And, you know, fill out what you like, fill out what you don't like. Because at the end of the day, you can follow somebody, but they're not you. you know? yep. They might give you advice to help you shift in certain ways, right. but you still got to make the shift. Yeah. Right? You, you still, still got to have the path. You know? got to have that. Still got to pay attention to that intuition yeah. and, and yeah, build that yeah. self-awareness so, that way. I love it, man. I think that's the, the best thing. It's like to be aware of yourself more so than anybody else that can. Sure. Because at the end of the day, like when you're, when you're looking to someone else to give you something, whether it's, you know, a nice little nugget or, or something like that, like yep. you downplay your ability to give nuggets and, and be that person, you know, For sure. and I think being authentic with yourself is probably the best thing that I would say to anybody you so know? Good, man. Uh, and do things that you like, you know, and figure out who you are and yep. date yourself and have conversations with yourself. You might look weird. But it's yeah, all good. Matter, but you're doing it anyways, good. man, whether it's yeah. internally or yeah, internally, you're, 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 doing it, man. you're always chatting. You're dang yeah, right. Yeah. You always are. That's yeah. cool, man. I, love so I that. think that would that would be it, you know, because Very cool. I, and especially in a young person growing up, we didn't have this like the Internet and things like that right. you know, growing up to where you get pulled in so many different directions. Yep. And everybody's an expert or everybody yeah. will tell you, you know, you can pull up a the whole spectrum that we've talked about earlier from yeah. something being completely false to something being completely true in one second and put or, them both next to each other. And you'll be like, wait, what the, like, it's so sure. crazy. Yeah. Um, and so I think the more that you're in tune with yourself, the easier it is for you to discern what, is a truth and what is so alive. good man so good you know? you're right dude because it's mm-hmm. not only can you pull up those opposing views but you can pull up the experts on both sides of that too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i mean and, and and still understand that they're both perspectives right that you might not hold because you're another perspective you right. know that's exactly um, right. so that's what i would say yeah and that's Love. that's what i tell my kids you know and I, I tell them to log off sometimes and not, not follow anyone you know yep. Get, get in tune with who you are. Yeah. Don't worry about that, everybody dude. else. Uh, David Goggins is somebody we talk about mm-hmm. you know, quite yeah. a bit. And, and just like the, the dude's a mental samurai, right? And I love the mm-hmm. fact that if you look up, you know, any of his social media accounts, whatever, but, you know, IG, whatever, dude, you look and the dude's got millions of followers mm-hmm. and then it says following zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I love it, dude. I'm like, dude, good for you. He's just like, could not care less mm-hmm. what anybody else is doing period, you know? And, and yeah. I, you got to admire that man. Um, yeah. talk about a dude that just rolls with this true North, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the key. And the more, the more yeah. folks that we have out in the world doing that, the more amazing the world will be. Yeah. 
So good, man. I love it. So where can people go to hear uh, more about you? I mean, I know we just said as far as following yourself, but if they want to learn more about you, see what you got going on. If they want to, uh, to talk about the business, man, and what you got going on there too, where, where, yeah. yeah. So personally, it's just Rashawn Lavore um, on Instagram. That's I usually post some nuggets. Yep. A lot of times it's just me talking to myself and then people are like, Oh yeah, that's like, yeah. You know, so that's dope. Um, So that's my personal. And then on the, unseen side it's just unseen heroes um follow that either on uh, instagram or on the website yeah um and then we have a lot of different subsidiaries that you can probably find through, through any one of those but super cool man really like the cool personal on the business side love it man thank you so much for taking the time today brother it's great man yeah, thank you man thank you for holding the space man and and uh, you know just being this outlet for folks is definitely needed there you go man mr rashawn davis check him out at unseen heroes and uh you know again we're hoping to bring them in and have them work with us uh, for tedx roseville as well so if you are in this area we're looking like we're pushing it to fall um, but partnering with unseen heroes and with the amazing speakers that we have lined up man it's going to be an event that you don't want to miss so thank you guys again for listening please share comment review all of that helps us out greatly and uh, i very much appreciate your time and listening to the essential 11 see you next time